Welcome to Starting Strong, the daily podcast of the Clemson Foothills Church. Glad you could join us. So Easter week or Holy Week began yesterday with Palm Sunday. It will end obviously next Sunday, Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. We're going to spend the next few days digging into some of the last teachings of Jesus in his earthly ministry, specifically um, once he made his trek into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, we're going to look at what were the topics that he taught, all right? Because these aren't just little devotional topics. These are topics that require deep conviction, more than just a five or six minute podcast for sure. But I want to just put it on your radar so you can be thinking about this. We're going to be reading out of Luke chapter 22 today. We're going to start in verse 24. Now, the context of this story begins right after Jesus and his disciples share one last meal together. And during that meal, Jesus essentially teaches them how to remember him after his death, what his death was going to entail, the shedding of his blood and the breaking of his body. So it was a pretty heavy meal for sure. So right afterwards, or essentially during this meal, in verse 24, Luke writes, Then a dispute also arose among them about who should be considered the greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles dominate them, and those who have authority over them are called benefactors. But it must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever is greatest among you must become like the youngest, and whoever leads like the one serving. For who is greater, the one at the table or the one serving? Isn't it the one at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. So this is really this upside down. Jesus is is, is turning everything upside down. It, it's interesting. I think we live in a time I, I hear, and it's probably always been this way. Who is the smartest? Whose GPA is the highest? Who had the highest score on the GREs or the SATs? Sometimes... There would be arguments about whose favorite sport was most difficult. Was soccer more difficult than football? Were baseball players more athletic than basketball players? There are these arguments that go on, who's the most talented? We oftentimes want to know in a social situation, what am I better at than anyone else? It seems like everyone's jockeying for position. It seems like that's the natural thing to do. I know I feel that. There is just a sense that we care more than ever about what people think, and we want validation. We want, we want an identity that brings confidence. And this is what Jesus actually does share with us. He tells us that there's a worldly way of being great, and in our world, the way that you're great is that you're dominant over people, you're richer, you have more prestige, you're the one who is served, Okay, he says there's a worldly greatness. But then he says there's the kingdom greatness. And he said, if you want to be great in the kingdom, you have to be like the youngest. The first thing he said, you have to be like the youngest. And it reminded me of, you know, in athletics, you have the rookies, the first year players, the youngest. And what's interesting about those guys is they have no leverage. They have no standing on the team. They're not special. In fact, the rookies had to do jobs that the other team members didn't want to do carrying water jugs and carrying equipment and cleaning up after everyone else and so the youngest oftentimes just had no standing jesus 
Jesus said, if you want to be great, you've got to be like the rookie, the youngest. No standing. When you go to work, when you're at home, this isn't lacking confidence. This is actually being very confident in our identity as those who belong to Jesus. Because Jesus says this, he says, I am among you as one who serves. He gives us the confidence to be servants. So he said, listen, if you want to be great, you have to be like the youngest. If you want to lead, you have to be the one doing the serving. We get in trouble because we try to mix and match. It's really tough to be a disciple and still measure our identity, measure our social groups, our family groups, our churches um, with the standard of the world as far as who is great and what makes people great. Jesus said what makes people great is being a servant. What does a servant sound like? Okay, I want you to think about this today. Oftentimes, servants are truly driven by the idea of what can I do in this situation? Whether it's walking into a church service, whether it's coming home, whether it's at work, uh, playing sports, having fun, whatever it is, there's a constant question. What can I do? What can I do in this situation to serve? Servants are considerate of other people. Now, I want you to think about it when you walk into a room is the first thing you think about, what is everybody thinking of me? Oftentimes, this is what plagues us as disciples. We walk into a room and immediately become self-conscious. We walk into a room and immediately try to create an identity to fit in, right? The servant doesn't do that. The servant enters a room, looks around, and is considerate and thoughtful of the people in there. How considerate are you? when you walk into a situation? And how comfortable are you putting others ahead of yourself? That's what a servant does. Um, he sees people and honors them. Um, he sees people and puts them ahead of themselves. The goal is not to just go and begin doing acts of service. It's to really embody the spirit of Jesus. It's this idea of how we view people has to be different. So if we want to be servants, if we want to be like the youngest, if we want to be like Jesus, it's not enough just to do acts of service. We have to change how we view the people around us and have a confidence in our identity with Jesus. So hopefully this is helpful today. I hope this week is helpful as we dig into some topics of Jesus's teachings. But again, my hope is that these aren't just little devotionals that are like blips on a radar but that we develop a deep conviction of servanthood and a deep conviction of these other topics that Jesus reinforces on his last days of his earthly ministry.